the area that I would focus on as a decorator is how can you personalize? How can you customize that? Because then the price tag goes out the window. The Print Press Profits Podcast will explore the enormous potential of creating and growing a sustainable garment decoration business right from your home. Now let's get started. Aaron Montgomery from Our Success Group. How are you doing? I am great. It's so awesome to be here. You and I go way back and we've talked a lot and to be able to talk on your podcast, man, that's a special moment for me. It is. Yours was the first podcast I ever did years ago and you have been in the podcast business for quite a while. And so two old friends here that can talk a lot, but tell the audience a little bit about yourself, how you got into this interesting kind of business and and how's that relate to garment decoration and how can you help? So just tell us a little bit. Sure. Yeah. So my name is Aaron Montgomery. Our success group is the company that uh, I started back in January of 2020, but I have been in this amazing garment decorating space since uh, actually 2000. Just blows me away every time I think of that number, how long ago that was. Quarter century almost. (laughs) Indeed. So um, it's it's just been an amazing ride. I always kind of joke that our industry is like Hotel California. You know, you, you can never leave it because all <laughs> of the people are just so amazing. I got to get started with a, a company called U.S. Screen Print Institute back in 2000. And uh, we got into the early days of direct garment. And I rode that uh, ship. In fact, I kind of felt like the Titanic going down. I was uh, the last one hanging <laughs> on at the end. and <laughs> um, But it was a really interesting ride. We got to see kind of the change to digital. And uh, as, as that kind of occurred, I w- made my way across the country in the St. Louis and got together with the, the folks over at Coastal. And that's where I got to meet Charlie at and fell in love with sublimation, fell in love with heat transfer, fell in love with what we can do with the heat press, um, really. I mean, and and that's where the creativity kind of, in my mind, kind of comes from is, boy, with just all of these things that I can do. And so that's kind of been my my journey. But um, back in 2013, I started a podcast with my good friend, Terry Combs, and uh, we are I think we just had 512 last Friday for, for episodes and uh, it's been so cool, you know, getting people like Charlie in there, getting people in. So we, we try to do an interview show. Ours is different uh, where it's live and raw and <laughs> it's live. It's live. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you like the, the audio here, uh, just keep coming to Charlie's podcast. If you want to have some craziness with a live version, come check us out. But <laughs> There's some spontaneity there for sure. And, and so, yeah, that's great. And then, like you said, then then you begin to take it to the next level after that. So th- then what happened? Yeah. That, so back in, uh, like I said, January of 2020, a little bit before that, um, I was actually working with a company that was doing wholesale sublimation stuff. And I've been in this industry. In fact, even before that, my dad was an accountant who specialized in working with small businesses. So I just have this passion for small business owners, just the drive, the dedication, the, you know, I've got every hat on, I've got every weight on my shoulder, and yet I'm going to come back and try to serve my customers the best I can the next day. Uh, It just has always stood out to me. And so I got to that point where going, man, I've been around this for so long. I've seen so many people succeed, but I've seen way more people Right. We, we see them at a trade show one year, maybe one more year, and then they're just gone. And I wanted to know why that was happening. And what I came to discover pretty quickly was that it's really cool. It's really exciting. It's really creative. And then reality hits. And if you don't mm-hmm. have a good foundation, if you don't have fundamentals of your business, 
then you're going to struggle. So I decided that I needed to kind of make that my thing, going back to my dad's accounting side of things, understanding our numbers, but also just understanding why the heck we do this each and every day. And ultimately what it came down to for me was I want to be able to provide resources for people to build a business that they love. And so our success group is born. Exactly. Exactly. Now you've been able to give that. You've got so many resources for entrepreneurs, for small business. And the cool thing is, like we've said, is that, yes, you can do anything, but your expertise, your base was in garment decoration. So you're really set up to help these folks that are trying to get into business. It's a winning combination and it works across all the different types. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really fun to kind of just see how people take that and run with it, right? Because everybody does things a little bit different. Everybody's company is different. And I think the people that struggle the most are the ones that are trying to like do it exactly like this person up the street did or do it Mm -hmm. exactly like this quote unquote guru says to do it. And, and everybody's got their own unique abilities and strengths. And so if we can kind of uncover those together, that gives us that foundation. So yeah, I, I can, oof, I get really passionate about that and could go forever. <laughs> well, that's why we're here. I mean, we'll keep that's it right. short because we don't want to take up too much of our audience time. Let, let's talk a little bit about who are the entrepreneurs? I don't even know if you can put them in a, in a category, but yeah. what kind of people are doing this? Here's the deal. They, they've got to be proactive because as I just mentioned, I'm not going to be sitting here saying, do this, do this, do this and, and doing it for you. Right. To me, that's almost kind of like the uh, teach a man to fish idea. Right? You, you right. want to have them have that proactiveness to say, OK, I need to build a foundation for my business now. When I first got started with our success group, you know, I thought that would be, you know, okay, let's work on the marketing stuff. Let's work on, I realized that it came back even before that it came even earlier in the process than that, that we have to actually have an uncommon mindset. We have to have this understanding that being a business owner comes with all sorts of opportunities, all sorts of great flexibility, you know, lots of amazing things, but that also comes with a lot of responsibility. And so if you're wanting to clock in and clock out, then being a small business owner might not be for you. If you're willing to put in some work, then you're going to then reap those benefits where, yes, you can take off in the middle of the day to go to your kid's school event or, you know, I don't have to work all over the holidays. I can take a month off if I need to, that kind of thing. So we get to make those things, but we also have to take those responsibilities. So that's that kind of uncommon mindset that I need to be focused in on my business, working on my business and and that that's the key term is working on our business. Most of us have created another job for ourselves where right. we're a bit uh, overwhelmed and underpaid. And, and what <laughs> we really need to do is create a business that we're proud of because then it becomes super easy to get out there and market and do all these things that we thought was the initial part. But the reality is if I'm in love with my business, marketing's easy because I'm just sharing what I love. Right. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I think yeah. it is. It's that discipline to be able to know what to do absolutely, and to have the fortitude to do it. And you have to have a sense of urgency. You don't have to do everything right now, but you have to know I have to get these things done because opportunities, they come and go quickly. But like you say, the entrepreneur, the small business person has to do that. You can't do that for them. You yeah. can give them the tools, but exactly. those are the fundamentals you know, of, of whatever you're doing. Yeah. That, 
and, and you probably see when people don't do well and you maybe dive in a little bit with them and start trying to peel back, okay, what's gone wrong here? What are the forensics? Yes. And you're probably getting that, um, well, you know, I, I didn't do this, I didn't do that, yeah. or this is what I did, and I, I let that one go, and you're probably That's going... True. Red flag, red flag, red flag. It, it ultimately, Charlie, it comes down to kind of a lack of belief in ourselves, right? A lot of times it's like, oh, I can't get that for this or, you know, lots of I can'ts. And and I understand that. I That's human nature, right? That's our protection mechanism is to look for the problems. But the reality of a small business owner is we have to believe it and then we'll achieve it, right? We, right. We've got to flip that script. And the interesting part for me is when I was getting our success group started, I was also getting involved with um, a program called the Success Principles. The the gentleman who put this together, his name's Jack Canfield. Some listeners may know him as the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul. Um, now, mm-hmm. so that would probably be for your older listeners now, because that's been a while since he put <laughs> that out there. But it's, it's still one stuff. of the, it's, 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 it's a great, great, great book. Yeah. Yes, and indeed. Indeed. Situation. So what, what I found in the Success Principles, though, I, I, became a success principles trainer just because I felt like I could help people. It was something that resonated with me. And the more I got into it, the more I realized that how Jack is talking about designing your life or, you know, the self-help, that kind of thing is exactly how we should design a small business. We need to have those principles. We need to have that fundamental, that structure in place. What are your goals? Right. Um, right. One thing that I always love to share with people is there's this thing out there called quitters day and it's the day that they've done research to determine when people give up on their New Year's resolution. And right. people are always like all over the board with what they think that day is. But just to give you guys the, the inside baseball here, it's two weeks into January. So, yeah. so just willpower so to say, yep, I'm going to do this and make it happen. Sure, willpower is only going to last you two weeks. And I think you want to be in business a little bit longer than two weeks. So, um, oh, yeah. We talk about those things, right? What are our goals? Why are why are you doing this, right? Why this job? You know, most people say it's to make money. Okay, well that's a great start, but why this job, right? You right. and I had talked a little bit. Why couldn't you just go work for somebody else or do that? Anyhow, we we get way deep into that. But here's what I love about the apparel decorators is they take that creativity that they have, that design, and they can put that creativity into their business and expand from there. So they can be very unique. They could be doing the exact same thing as the person up the street, the person next door. And yet each of those businesses can coexist and be very well off. They can thrive because their own unique strengths. And, And that's what really excites me. Let's dive in a little bit. You know, one of the things I try to do on Print Press Profits is talk about what are profit makers and profit takers, especially for people in garment decoration. And you say, even though you work with a variety of different businesses, you, yeah. you cut your, you know, your chops are in, uh, in on this side of the business. Yeah. What are some things that are profit makers that, that maybe people don't think that they understand or, you know, where are things where they can make more profit? What, what, what do they need to watch for? Here's what I've seen from company to company. Like I said, I work with all sorts of right. different styles of companies. What I've found are the products that are the most profitable are the products that those people love to do. And, and it seems go. super simple, right? I, I, but the reality is success is extremely simple. It's just, you've got to have that willpower to push through that because you're going to see, oh my gosh, look at that thing over there that that person's doing. I want to do that but you don't really like making that, right? That doesn't excite you. And so I think looking for the things that 
you're going to love to do because what happens when you love to do it, you get this passion, you get this excitement, you can do it without even realizing you're doing it. So time seems to stand still and, and you start building off of that. Right. And so from, from that perspective, I think the first thing that I would suggest people do is to say, okay, that's cool. That's a good idea. Am I excited about that? Is that something that I can get excited about first and then you can go and make your customers excited for it. You know, again, that's the great part about the decorating world that we're in. You can make anything that you want, right? Um, right. I've seen a lot of people be very successful with, um, you know, this time of year right now when we're recording this, uh, you've got all the back to school stuff happening. And so, you know, getting sure. creative with that customized. If, if you were to try to like pin me down and say, okay, here's the one thing the area that I would focus on as a decorator is how can you personalize? How can you customize that? Because then the price tag goes out the window, right? If, yeah, if I've got exactly. a picture or a image that's got my name on it or my kid's name on it or my dog's picture on it or, you know, those types of things, pricing doesn't even have to come up anymore. You go, here's right. your product and they go, oh my God, I love it. How much? <laughs> take my yeah. money. <laughs> that, that's that's where you're winning. That's if you want to talk profit when you you deliver the product and then the customer asks how much as they're handing you that blank check, that's a profitable order right there. What a great answer. It comes back to your individual passion, which is what entrepreneurs and small business have to be. Yeah. Okay, yeah. other side of the coin. Yep. What are profit takers? What's something that people need to watch out for that maybe they don't think of or it comes up and bites them? you know, at some point, what, what's a profit taker? Well, I think a big profit taker, if we're kind of going that same direction as I went on the other side of this here, is understanding that as a business, you do have to have that foundation, right? So right. the profit takers are the ones where you don't actually know that it's a profit taker, right? You, you don't understand mm -hmm. your company's numbers. So you go out there and you go on the Facebook groups and you say, well, how much should I charge for this? And that becomes your pricing strategy, right? The yeah. problem with that is as a small business, it's really hard to go out of business. And that's a good thing, but it's also can lead you to massive catastrophe because you've now you're selling things. I, I hear this all the time. I'm, I'm so busy. I've got so much work. I can't keep up, but yet I don't feel like I'm getting ahead. Well, right. that's because you don't know how much money you actually need to make. And so just because on the street, that thing sells for $5. That doesn't mean that you've got to sell it for $5. If, if you've got to create a market that's willing to pay more, if you need to make more based on your business. I always relate it right. back to, you know, before Starbucks was around, I remember at the Dunkin' Donuts in my little town, when they decided that you had to buy a dozen donuts to get your free coffee, I thought they were going to get the lynch mob out to, to go, you know, for that quarter uh, cup of coffee. Now, right. $5 is, we've got to go create those markets, but you have to understand what you need. Otherwise, those are going to be profit takers. And the problem is, is they're going to be taking your profit without you even knowing it. And you won't know it until you're so far in the hole that it's going to be really hard to dig your way back out. So again, great analogy, great, great advice. And I think it's, you know, it's kind of like a rain wrap tornado, you know, oh, it's just rain, but in the middle of it. And if you're not watching for that, and if you haven't set your market and set your pricing to be correct yeah. for that. And, yeah. and like you say, you hear it, I, I'm doing well, but I don't feel like I'm getting ahead. Well, then you're not doing as well as you yeah. think, because you probably aren't charging enough for your product. Exactly. Yeah. For people like that, uh, the 
thing I just tell them is to just go raise your prices. Go raise your prices by 5% right now. And you're going to, you know, yes, you're going to have less to do, but guess what? You'll be making more money, right? It's kind of the, the idea of if I double my prices, I could lose half my business, then do it. <laughs> yeah, do it because yeah, you're, you're not doing it. And this is a small business. Every order counts. And don't be scared to lose an order. If you do, it, this yeah. is a custom product. Nobody yeah. can compare it to something else. So just exactly. that's just such great advice on those two things. Thank you. You know, we talked a little bit about our success group and, and your fundamentals course, which is, is just awesome. Talk us a little bit about that because, you know, if people need help, you're a great resource. How, how do people get involved with our success group and what can you offer them? So I think the first place to, to look at is I, I just completed a book. My book's called The Fundamentals of Business Success, and it really is an encapsulation of all of the training that we do inside of our success group. And so it gives you 13 fundamentals. There's 13 fundamentals in the book, and it it gives you kind of a cycle. I don't want people to look at it like a, a checkbox. Okay, I got one done. It's let's go through it. And then we cycle back around and, and we really start with the mindset stuff. Then we get a little bit of a business plan and then we go out and take action. And that's right. the basic idea. So um, I think that's a great place to start. You know, people want to kind of say, okay, how, how can I really build a business with good foundation? And then from there, yeah, come check out our success group. Uh, it's our successgroup.com. So pretty simple there. And, and we've got membership programs uh, for those businesses that really want to turbocharge things and are ready to take it to the next level. We have mastermind programs. I'm a huge proponent of masterminding. I think that uh, right. every great uh, success out there has been some form of a mastermind. And and I think over the years, we've learned how to really facilitate that and make that, that work. And so, um, you know, th- that's kind of the evolution, but our success group is really built around how can we give people, inspire people really to build a foundation first, right? I know, right. I know there's challenges that you're facing. Like I said, I, I want people to think about working on your business. I'm just asking them to spend 15% of their time working on their business. The rest of the time, yeah, you've got to, you've got to keep your business you going. Right? Business. You've got to make yeah. the orders. Yeah. You've got to do business. But, but yeah. if you can't, if you can't give 15% of your business time to working on your business, then you probably are going to be, uh, you know, kind of feeling like you're walking uphill in, in molasses, so to speak. So take a moment, slow down and say, let me work on my business. Do I know my numbers? Do I have at least a little bit of business plan? Um, and people kind of go, oh, business plan, that's for the big guys. No, this is for everybody. You need to think about it first to put some guardrails in place. So don't let the word business plan scare you. I've always kind of joked that business plan has a, a bad PR agency. We got to work on that. So, <laughs> um, so true. But we need a plan. Yeah. Perfect. And, and, and that's true. Even in sales, a great mentor told me you should always take 10 to 15% of your commission and put it back into your business and in your, into yourself. Sometimes that might just be a new suitcase. Sometimes that might be new clothing. Do something to make yourself better as a salesperson. Don't just you know, say, oh, that's, that's great. I made commission. Put it back into, your, into yourself and into your sales career. Same thing here. So yeah, how yeah. do people order your book? Is that on your site or is it going to be available? It is. It is. Uh, yeah. So our successgroup.com forward slash FBS book uh, will be the link to that. And uh, that, yeah, they should see that right on the front page too. So um, super. We'll yeah. put that in the show notes along with, you know, our success group and, and your other things there. So that's awesome. I mean, it, you're just such a great resource and, and I, I can personally vouch for you. I know you, you know, you, you do a great job and you really can help people and you do, and, and you do come to our in, industry events and, 
you're around and you're very accessible. No problems finding you when, when people need you. I've learned from people like yourself, right? You, you and I, when we first uh, met, you know, it was a, a vendor relationship, you know, right. was what it was, but, but no relationship that uh, I was ever involved with at that stage was anything like you. You actually cared about what we were able to do with our business and, and it wasn't this transactional thing. And, and I've learned that from, you know, several of the, the great people in our industry like you that, if we're just worried about the transactions, we're going to really struggle. Um, again, it's like Hotel California. So let's let's all get together. And and like Charlie mentioned, I want to be as accessible as possible. You know, I, if you're a member or not a member, just, just reach out to me. Um, actually, one other link I can share, Charlie, is uh, if sure. you go to consultaaron.com, that's how people can reach out to me directly. You're all about bringing all ships up and anything yep. in this industry. So absolutely. And thank you for the kind words, but it's true. I mean, to me, it, it's the same thing. I have to make others successful and I have to care and mm -hmm. I have to really, you know, invest in that. It's just not a transactional thing. We're, we're in the relationship business. So exactly. absolutely true. Yep. Well, super. Is there anything else that you want to say? The last parting word, I guess, for me would just be for those people that are taking a stab at small business and maybe they're struggling, just flip that mindset to believe it and then you'll achieve it. Most of us want to say, you know, oh, well, I'll, I'll, once I see it, then I'll believe it. Flip that around and see what happens. You'll be amazed at how just that little change of mindset will change your outlook and outcome. True words have never been spoken. Very, very true. Well, Aaron, you're a great friend, and I hope you'll come back and be a friend of the show and, and come back uh, at some uh, some point in the future with us. Absolutely love to be back, and, and I need to get you over on the two regular guys soon, too. Let's, yeah, let's we, talk about this podcast. A, <laughs> we'll talk about this podcast, and we've got a, you know some interesting things coming up. Uh, you know, We'll be launching here in the fall. So, uh, yeah, cool. absolutely. Anytime. All right. Let's make that happen. All right. I'm looking forward to that. All right. See you.